to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. We are officially out of go-go juice. That's all the way. That's that's the thesis statement. <laughs> it's a Scorpio new moon and an eclipse. We're out of go-go juice. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. I have been non-consensually gangbanged by October. Oh my Our god! Are now <laughs> all this non-consensual shit. I oh shit! <laughs> I'm still forgetting what happened on these damn shows that I just watched. Bravo has exhausted me this week along with everything else and my period just came on so i am you're marlo they have drained me completely um but i don't even know where to go we're here we're here um india's my salvation yeah (laughs) friend space we're going to have a quick episode guys because we're recording early and we're out of gas so Room our love tanks are empty yeah let's and by love tank we just mean like <laughs> our life source is depleted um we are going to recap last thursday's winter house episode two and then we are going to recap this week's potomac i'll recap at least the first half because i didn't even finish it <laughs> oh i was life literally like finishing potomac just now like i was like on peacock like all right let's Fast forward through the bullshit. I don't care about yeah. this. I don't care about that. Um, I just we wanted to hear the, the highlight reel. Yeah, I just needed the highlight reel of what was going on with the whole Candace thing. Um, so do you that's have hilarious pop- because you had been sending me so much stuff. I thought you had definitely watched it Mm-mm. already. <laughs> um, do you have a poppy and poopy of the week? Um, yeah. Well, I have a poopy. Go first. A I poopy. I mean, my poopy's Craig. Oh, yeah. He's out of control. Or as Kyle said, he's off the rails. Get him a leash. Put him on a leash. <laughs> Why people are crazy. Put, Put him, him on, on a leash. leash. Um, I don't really have a poppy this week because I haven't, like, not much has really happened, like, this week. Um, I'll give the poppy to all the new cast members of Roni. I know that... There is uh, opinions about that this here cast of Roni. Um, this is just be, me being nice. Because um, I meant I know, to... I, said, I hope you don't regret that. Yeah, I may. Um, I know there's controversy around things, but some of those things I'm not completely hip to. So I have no opinions about those those things. Mine is short and sweet. I'm my own poppy for making it through this month. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Buggle up, bitches, because she's <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> she needs a leash. <laughs> put her on a leash. Yeah, please. Actually, just put me like in a cradle. My ankle still hurt. Um, did we even discuss that last week? Yes. Okay. Mr. T- Mrs. Two Anks. We. we I, I, oh yeah, it's Team Two Anks. You right. Um, it's really embarrassing because this week we're host. My job is hosting a conference, and I'm surrounded by physical therapists who are looking at my two wrapped up ankles. Not a one has given me any advice, though. Yeah. They don't even want to talk to that girl who's dumb enough to roll both her ankles, so. Um, But I'm my own poppy for making it through this month because, boy, did I not know what I had signed up for. The sickness and the injury really just 
that was the week that I was supposed to have a break and, uh, and I wasn't, I was, uh, incapacitated. Um, and on a lot of drugs, I guess, cause I don't remember much, but anywho, um, and my poopy is not anybody on Bravo. Again, it's people who are like rude and entitled guests. Like we're hosting a lot of people and the way people just complain about anything in front of you, knowing you're the host. I'm like, wow, y'all weren't raised right. So oh. I'm taking so many notes. I'm like, I'll remember you because they don't know exactly who I am yet, but I'm going to be up on the podium tomorrow and Friday and they're going to see my name for the rest of time. Oh, I told yeah, them my name was Ruby and they go, Richie? And I said, do I look like a Richie to you? I didn't say it, but in my head I said, what the fuck? Ruby and Richie don't even sound like they could be the same It was giving Danielle, pay attention, please. Season (laughs) one finale of Ron (laughs) J. Yeah, we'll keep that sweet. Okay, Winter House. So I watched this again. She was on medications. I think I watched this um, live-ish like I watched it pretty early. Yeah. And I'm very like I'm very into all this character development. Craig is off the rails. I'm so sick of him. I like can't I can't process him cuz even when he may be right, he's doing it all wrong and that just makes it chaotic. But we'll go yeah. Um so we like do our little prep episode. Um Rachel is growing on me. I'm I relate to her being like even if I'm up till 3 a.m., I wake up at 5 a.m. I was like girl like her being in there cleaning the kitchen already I was like that's me on every group trip like yeah for sure I'm I'm down first and I'm up first and then Craig's whole scene about not cleaning and like I have money for that the way people don't get how they come off and I like Paige the individual but I don't like when like to me silence is compliant is that the word compliance yeah silence is compliance i don't even know how to speak english anymore people because i've had to be so nice to so many people (laughs) but it was fake because i'm a libra um i just like don't like that you know it's like hey don't act like that you know what i mean like if that's my partner i'd be like let's you know whatever you do at home you do at home but don't act like that on a group trip like don't act like that in this way unless you are gonna ball out and just pay for the cleaning yeah. If you're just going to talk about how you could pay for the cleaning so you don't do that, you look like a schmuck. Yeah. I wish she would just be like, all right, like, shut up, Craig. We're Nothing going up. to clean. I feel like maybe she might be doing that, like, behind closed doors and being like, you are a tyrant and you need to stop. But, again, think, like, I, just... I really don't think so, though. I think she is probably more like him than she wants to admit. And so she doesn't say anything one way or the other because, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think that she picks and chooses like when she says stuff because I think she was definitely coming off passive aggressive like with the cleaning because she was like here take the banana that's your job like mm-hmm. go do something and we'll like say to other people like oh like he's so dysfunctional and like I think even later on the episode she was talking about um about him and how he's just he's on his high horse and he needs to relax um yeah but I was just like is this a compatible situation? But that's not my problem. Mm, okay. Um, I mean, she did She did confess. She said, you know, I find these perfect men and I get bored because there's just nothing about them that's just... A, 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 yeah. nor, uh, or a girl who is just drawn to the toxicity because we are yeah. animals. Yeah, like she like... Well, I think like what she was saying too is like, if they're all fucked up, then I look better. If that makes sense. You know, like I'm the draw. Not in a bad way, but you know what I mean? No, like, I, because I, I kind of relate in the sense of like when you find a, a man who is perfect, right, and he has 
he he isn't showing you any flaws like he's just like he's everything that like checks off on your like list of what you would want you're like but where's the like I thought that's what I wanted but that's not like and so I think she appreciates the human side of Craig and him not being perfect but he's also toxic so like yeah that's he's the, on the literal other the end balance of it's like you you know you have to like you know that's, uh, well, right, that's all I have to say about that. I guess that's what explains me being single. I'm so perfect. <laughs> this bitch. I'm not interesting enough. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, you will always feel inadequate next to me. My apologies. But anyways, enough about me. Uh, <laughs> There's that Libra. It's not even Libra season anymore. Not it's even. Scorpio season. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm like this all year round, so it's it is what it is. Um, yeah, I just I can't. I love like, um, you know, obviously we know he and Luke don't get along. It's so like Luke said, like, listen, we're just from different backgrounds, and like Luke has said it, like they did not have money when he was a kid and stuff like that. And I always feel like when you say that to people who like were just like middle class or upper middle class, like they feel some type of way, and he had to be like, I'm first generation money. It's like who says? that like he wasn't really trying to come at you that hard but you're already feeling some type of way like yeah i mean but that's craig craig is very defensive yeah um, everything is a drama and i just think luke is an adult and craig is not so that's yeah. just the difference um yeah i agree how do you feel about jessica so far because Whoa. i'm not really liking her and I'm not I like I was worried you were gonna be a Jessica apologist because you're nicer than I am. No, but, but I feel I like stand her. But I feel and I feel like just tell Luke you're not into him. Stop. Like all day you just like continue to let him like touch yeah. you and be like this like this gentleman to you when you just don't like him. So just say you don't like him and stop being avoidant about it to the point where everyone around knows that you're not into him but Luke and then make Luke look like an asshole. Like that's how I felt about this. Yeah. It's like Luke looked like an asshole and Luke ended up feeling like, Am I that guy? Am I that guy who like creeps like on creep? creeps yeah. on women and I just don't know it? And it's like, no, she just wasn't clear and communicating with you about how she was really feeling. Yeah. And I I just don't like her vibe at all either. Like she clearly, at first I thought it was like maybe just the first episode, but in the second episode too, when she was like clear with Corey, I hate when girls do the like, what is that? Like they play dumb all the time. And it's like, yeah, no, you have like a startup and you do all these business things. Like it's like Bethany used to say about Sonia, like pick a lane. You're either dumb or you're not. Yeah. Like you're either dumb or you're a smart businesswoman. You can't be both. Like it, that's not compatible. And I felt like she just was like, really into playing dumb or like really likes to just like act like she's coy but she just isn't a direct clear person yeah and so I already like before the whole Luke situation was just like over her in this episode because I was like you're really giving me nothing you're not very clear and like she's probably in her early 20s like who knows but you know like she's just not like a fully formed person in my yeah and so, like, I just couldn't get with it. And so, and then with the Luke stuff, it was weird because he does look creepy because we know that he does, she doesn't like him. You know what I mean? Like, right. when we were sitting at the wine thing and he put his hand on her leg, I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I was scream laughing out of uncomfortableness. I know. 
because he, he was like, like massaging he... her back i was like oh my god this is so embarrassing but yeah, i didn't think it was felt... creepy i just thought like oh my god poor Lugo. well i felt like bad because crash. i see how it looks creepy when you when you're in on it but i do feel badly because i don't think he was intending to like harass her in any way or anything like that it was just a miscommunication because she had expressed prior interest and obviously your interest and your consent changes. Um, but like, also you weren't directly just saying, Hey, can you stop? Like at any point you were just like silent going along with it, just letting him touch you, letting him. And, and even Amanda, like said, when he was like touching her knee, she was like, like trying to like, look at like Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. So if you're going to sit there and deal with it and tolerate it, then don't like don't be confused when he's confused about your boundaries when you haven't re reestablished those boundaries post telling him that you yeah. were into him in the hot tub and not you know what i mean and, yeah. and i think for her she likes a man that just like wants to be chill and wants like, to take a little more of like a chase i think he can yeah. be strong and and I wants like I... control and yeah. i mean having a man tell you ask you to kiss you is very awkward you just want a man that just kisses you like but luke asked for consent which well, is some, great yeah some people do want that i've heard consent is great but yeah so it, it it is good like he ha- clearly has like good approaches and tries to i think it was like it's that thing where like okay you've both mutually expressed your interest in each other when they're in the hot tub and then he just went for broke out like i and he does that with all of the people that he's right. into once he like can gauge that they have interest he just goes like full throttle which is mm-hmm. also not that attractive either you know what i mean um as a libra once people make it too obvious you're like well that's not fun yeah um, like- but so you know it's like it's not a i don't like game playing but it's like a little of like i want to be a little excited when you're around he just needs you know? a, he just needs a woman who he needs asha darby he, yeah <laughs> he needs a woman who like can appreciate that and appreciates that because well, some women appreciate. yeah like somebody compatible. Some women would love yeah compatible like some women don't like that some women do and i think a lot of women would appreciate that and he should just go for that i mean i would find it a little like smug i mean and i think also if you're just in a space of i just want to like get to know everyone and i just want to like bounce you know what i mean and see what i like and i'm not trying to be tied to anyone that's the difference but if you're like oh i only like him that would everything he was doing would have been endearing like bringing caught bringing you to your coffee like asking if you're okay like you know like touching you like that those are things that like clearly those kind of girls last season with uh not craig and austin freudian slip andrea and austin yeah so Um, it's like very into it and they like always kind of like clearly approved of that too whenever it was happening right so she just got my nerves and then her and then craig just like made it so much worse craig getting involved in that and also like just the way that um luke said that like Paige is my friend and also Paige is not someone who like would not express herself with luke who again is her friend if she felt some type of way about like right Craig is not Prince Charming. Craig is meddlesome Matilda. Like, it's just too much. And for him to be like, I'm going to throw you out of a window if you touch her again. And it's like, I'm sure that that's not the first I'll, time that Luke has, I'll like, love- touched the back of Paige's yeah. head. And, like, you know, like, he would, like, I didn't see it as, like, a it was sexual very thing. It was very just, platonic. It was very platonic and, like, a brother touching you or, like, a friend touching you. It wasn't yeah. anything crazy. Also, I like that Luke said, go ahead and throw me out the window because Craig is full of it yeah that's oh. like 
that's how people try to run, run up on me and I'm like I don't act like it but again I was raised by five crazy men yeah and my dad like bitch try me because you'll lose and I will get arrested yeah I just want a justice for Luke because it was just like everyone was in <laughs> on the joke and he just wasn't and then it just became yeah. he's mo- like you know what I mean like he's being yeah actually like inappropriate and it's like yeah. don't do that like that's and Craig big... also had a vendetta against Luke from the start, so he already had it in for him. And when you have it in for someone, fireworks. you're looking for, like, the first thing that they do wrong. Yeah. yeah. Also, that argument at dinner where it's, like, in what the way that, like, you're 34 years old at this point, and you're saying, how am I supposed to stay somewhere where there are fireworks and not light them? It's, like, it's just, like, you stay at someone where, like, their closet is when, within reach and you don't put on their clothes. Like, right. Or you don't, um, you know, fuck their wife. I don't fucking know. It's like you be, act with manners. You're an adult, and this isn't first generation money. Act like you got it, and have fucking manners. Don't be so gross. Yeah, he, he's I, he's foul to me. And saying like, I'm gonna call the cops. Like, call the cops. That's white people shit too. That's some shit. And Sierra being like, look, Paige, we're gonna be friends regardless, but that motherfucker's crazy. Like, Sierra, Sierra does not like him because like even at BravoCon, did you watch that Southern Charm Rules or something? Mm-hmm. No, Southern House Rules. Yeah. Um, Charming House Rules, fuck. All those names, stupid. Um Craig said something and Sierra's like, you do this all the time. Like, uh, so I didn't say hi to you in the hallway. It's not like I'm not gonna see you in 20 minutes. Like Right. And Sierra's like 26 and this man is 34. Like, get a fucking life, dude get over yourself i just i feel like after a while i just feel like after a while Paige is just gonna be like all right because another thing that they mentioned was that their secret sauce normal that's when you know things are wrong when kyle and amanda are endearing just like passed out drunk on the bed yeah and you're like oh i want that life remember how much i said they shouldn't be married last year? yes and look (laughs) they are so compatible now like stress-free just living there they're happy foster mom and dad for now but i think craig and Paige, like if they move in together because they said that their secret sauce was that they were long distance and both of them agreed to that so it's like i just don't think it's gonna be i mean as much as i see them on the outside being compatible craig is just way too immature to be with anybody yeah (laughs) and i think like the thing is too People say stuff like that, like that's the secret sauce is the distance. And like, you know, we live in a world of like modern day relationships, but those are also two people who clearly want to be, or it seems that they want to be married with children. Yeah. And so that doesn't last forever. So there is a time where one of you has to move or one of you, and you have to be in that same space full time. And that's when it's going to shift because mm-hmm. you really do see like in and out of everything and like all those days, good, bad, neutral boring and so you're gonna have to confront that eventually and I think I think she does want someone that's more similar to the boyfriend that she had that wasn't on screen like a provider and more mature and like you know they don't have to be perfect but somebody that like she looks up to kind of partner right you know what I mean I don't think she's gonna be able to hang with somebody that's like about her age but has like that emotional immaturity level that like a lot of people in our generation like take so long now to develop and i wonder what was i mean i think maybe because she never really said that there was anything wrong with that boyfriend that owned like the italian restaurant or something and he was really she just realized 
I think she realized because she was like, you know, before she was on TV and, you know, got all into the glam, right. Of like, you know, having followers and people want to be her and all this stuff and, you know, whatever fans she thought she was like, I'm going to be married at 25 and have three kids, you know, do what my mom did kind of energy. And then she kind of liked the taste of this Bravo world. So then I think she just wanted to break free and explore that more, which is a fair option too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, actually, let me put this off. I kind of want to do my own thing for a while. And I think she probably enjoys Craig as a friend. And I'm sure he's nice to her when he's in the mood to be nice to her. I don't think he's mean to her, but you know what I mean? I think he's just a crybaby. And then she's like, okay, go back to Charleston when you're in this mood. Yeah. And that's not sustainable. I mean, every time people are like, are you guys going to be the next ones engaged? They both are like, "Mm." no, (laughs) it's a no. Even though Craig is like, you only date people you want to get married to. And I'm like, bruh, that's too much. First of all, no. (laughs) Like, I, I can't. Like, Craig would drive me insane. Um, Fucking Aquariuses. I tell you, like... He's an Aquarius? Yeah, girl. That's uh, what he's up in crazy. Listen, I've been into Aquarian men before. They are crazy. Oof. I think all men are crazy. All men are... Men are crazy. Period. Men are crazy. Every single sign. Every single sign. But they're each a different type of crazy. Yeah. You've got your angry crazies. You've got your all-around crazies. Pisces are all around crazies. Oh, that um, was I was doing sad crazy for Pisces and Cancer. Well, um, Pisces just encompass because they encompass every sign. That's why I just said they're all around crazy. Um, Cancer is definitely crybaby crazy. <laughs> Airy, all the fire signs are like some other type of crazy where it's like they are lit the fuck chaos up. Chaos crazy. They just like yeah. chaos. <laughs> um, Scorpios Lib- are diabolically crazy. Yeah, revenge crazy. Libras are slut crazies. Mm-hmm. Shep Rose. Um, and then Earth sign. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Taurus is like horny crazy, but also I feel like Tor- Virgo and Capricorn is like judgmental crazy. Like they're boring. And then they also want you to like adhere to their standards. Cause yeah, I've dated a couple of Virgos and they get big mad when you're like, I don't care about like the standards you set for yourself. I don't need to meet that. I've got my own. They like lose it. They're controlling crazy. That's Virgo. I, I could see that. Um, Taurus probably are like lux- like they like luxurious things, so they probably like are big and I spenders. Think, I think they're also a different version of controlling. Yeah. I, I like know a few that are like good friends or family friends of mine, and they're great people. They're like some of my favorite, but I'm, they like want everything a certain type of way, you know, and they like things yeah. the same way every time, and, and like if it's something that's not how they like pictured it, they get like kind of lose it. I think that's an earth sign kind of crazy. Yeah, we definitely like things our way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And then I think we covered it. And then Aquarius is just crazy, crazy. Like they're just on another planet crazy. They're just like that's no, Aquarius rising. That's conventionally crazy. Yes, that's a very Aquarius. Uh, and then Gemini is big, crazy, crazy. They crazy, crazy. You have to give it to them. Gemini's <laughs> are like... Just crazy, crazy. Gone with the wind, crazy. Meaning they like just flow. <laughs> they just vibe into whatever ca- like crazy comes up. Like remember, we're talking about men. They just flow. Gone with the wind, crazy. Austin, there you go. <laughs> Gone with the wind, crazy. <laughs> Perfect. I love that we did that. That was important. So now y'all know. Um, so back Don't to date men. <laughs> back to unconventional crazy. Um. 
he just, yeah, I, I can't stand him. So that's the summary. Um, on the other hand, loving Corey, he's fun. I like mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm playing a long game. Like I'm trying to get to know everybody. And he has like that gentle swaggy energy, which I like of like, he's very confident, but he's also like expresses himself in like a fun, normal way. You know, like he plays it cool with everybody. Yeah, he plays it very cool. And he already knew his strategy coming in. He was like, I'm not going to attach to anybody. I'm just Mm going to feel everyone out. And he's smart for being like, I'm not about to like Sierra because the Austin shit, I'm not going to get involved in. And that's very fair. Like, as you shouldn't. Um, Jessica's like throwing it hard at him. Like I was like, oh my gosh, that scene where they were getting out. She was like, well, this was a first great, a great first date. And I'm like, I told you, I did not like, I was like, eye roll of the century. She's hella cringe. I can't. It's like, wow. Just, you know, flash him or something too. I don't know. Right. More obvious. I like and I, it's like you came in with one guy, then you're in the hot tub and hanging out with one guy the next day. And no, then that's and, okay. Like that's okay too. I think yes, but it's like for me, too hard. Yeah, it's no. just too hard. It's like a like thing. I just yeah. want to clarify that we're not like a slut shaming or saying like no, 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 no. You want to do? Um, I like though. I like Jason's game too. Of like, he's just really friendly, mm-hmm. playful, but he's also giving you little moments of like grabbing the hand or mm-hmm. like statements. He's very, he's a good flirt too. I like him. Oh, for sure. Jessica just isn't a good flirt. Like she didn't have a strategy. She just. Yeah, Jessica just blah. It just like lays it all out there. She just love vomited on everyone. And yeah. Very Lindsay. (laughs) S O fucking S. Not very Lindsay. A little bit Lindsay. (laughs) La, 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 la. I can't. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying Winter House. I like, I think they, aside from Jessica, Flopsina, um, I like Corey and Rachel as additions. And yeah. And getting more Jason. Did Luke, like, leave leave or is he going to come back? I, from what I've heard, I think he leave leaves. And I wonder if that's why Lindsay and Carl show up. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I mean, I'm with Luke's <clears throat> sister. She's like, you don't need that. Like, you don't need to be portrayed that way. Like. And he's too old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Respectfully. It's like, bro, you're like 37. You don't need to be painted in this way. Yeah. Because also it's like, when I was, so I think I texted you at some point. I was like, I think we need to go to BravoCon. Like I was all into the tea for a second. But then I was watching, again, those Watch What Happened Lives of the panels. And when you're just looking at those dumb plum fools, like in their glam and in their weird outfits, and you're like, these people are in their late thirties and they're dressed like 20 year olds at the club and have like all this makeup. And then looking at Erica James dumbass face with like her crazy hair thinking she's Gwen Stefani at 50. I was just like, do I want to give my money to like the Libra in me? I kept vacillating. I was like, I was like, y'all are going to have to catch me on, um, on a day that I, I would say yes when it's time to buy the tickets. I know exactly the perfect day. So we're going and just know I know the day. Okay. You go ahead and do that. <laughs> because I I only want to go if Jen Shaw is there. Because <laughs> why did they Well, the chances of that are high because Teresa only served a few months. Right? Yeah, but Teresa, that was like tax fraud. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> listen 
Like, and that was like one count or some, I don't really know. So let me not even say that was one count because I have no idea how many counts. Allegedly. Count each, you know, count one, count two, count Dracula. I have no idea. Not um, count Dracula. I can't. But um, the chances of that is slim. So let's have other expectations. Fine. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll hit a little Potomac. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched up until um, Robin was trying to play nice with Mia um, about the whole cancer of it all. So we have like Giselle confides in Candace about like how she felt uncomfortable at Chris and Candace goes up to their producer and is like, this is not going to happen. My husband is not Michael Darby. If you want to talk about that, you can use him. Yeah. And so we had this little like fourth wall break and she had her little moment. I felt like um, they're... I mean, it's not that she's not correct, but I feel like because of the way she's been edited in the past, they're trying to like also give her like a, this is her redemption season. You know what I mean? I do definitely think it's her redemption season, which I like because I think that, is Candace a Sag? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. They're just like. That mess of words. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like she has been getting, of course, she's very mouthy. But I think that she's a good person and I think that she's very personable for TV. So I'm glad that she's getting like a redemption season. Yeah. Also, I appreciated the not today Satan, not today neck, not today ankles. I was like, oh, <gasps> that's it. I was like the Sagittarius jumped out. But rightfully so this time. There have been times it's just like, oh, girl, you didn't need to come that hard. Like you really didn't need to do all that. You really didn't need to say all that. But that time I was like justified. Call all the names, neck, ankles, wig, whatever. I select Giselle, so I don't care. I mean, of course you do. I think Candace is right, but I select Giselle. Also, the f- I feel. my faves are always going to be my faves because look how long I had been a Kyle Richards fan until this season. Uh, yeah. There were plenty. It's been a rough, <laughs> it's been a rough few years, guys, because the debates we've had on Because I say strong. Phone. I'm like, that's my girl. That's my girl. Like the harmony. Vicky Gumbelson, Kyle Richards, Kelly Dodd. Who's this one? Giselle Bryant. <laughs> Not who's this one? And I, I already forget. See, she's and almost I, and listen, out of memory, guys. The computer needs a reboot, aka my brain. Um, who is it? Um, wow, this is coming on strong. <laughs> this in my brain. Not about Bethany, but um. Oh, I've I've liked Candace when other people didn't like Candace. So let me just say that like I've been a Candace Dillard girl since I didn't like her season three, like her first season when she was like always singing in Paris or wherever the fuck they were south of France. I was like, that's enough, you. But um, whenever it was like her v Ashley, I was always team Candace over Ashley. Oh yeah, Ashley is a concubine allegedly. So, you know, make your money roach, as it were. Jesus. (laughs) So all I'm going to say is I, I, and I always have liked Karen too. Um, Like sometimes I just felt like she would hit too hard at Giselle versus what Giselle would give her. You know what I mean? Like I felt like it wouldn't be fair sometimes, but I've always liked Karen. So I'm just prefacing with saying I've always enjoyed Candace. I think she's nuts, but I love her as a, tv personality and she's correct because i don't think that her husband's doing anything wrong but i do still love giselle and i do yeah. think he could be uncomfortable that's all and, I 
if you're comfortable, I'm not speaking of comfortable. Um, okay, Beyonce, is, cozy. Right. If you want, since we're already talking about like the Gis the Giselle Candace cursed thing, like yeah. because you missed. <clears throat> I don't know how far you got. Did you get to like Mia and Robin meeting or Chris and Robin? I only got to, I only and got to Mia and Robin. Okay, but you can tell me. Um. So Chris, Chris. Um. What am I saying? Candace and Robin were together discussing it. And then Karen and Giselle were at Karen's house discussing it. And Giselle just kept saying she just like felt it in her gut, like that something was like that something just didn't feel right. And Karen oh, yeah. was, was just asking her, did he touch you? She's like, no. They're like, did he say anything inappropriate to you? No. So Karen's like, okay, well, I understand your discomfort because a husband did that to me three years ago. And they just hugged me so tight that like my boobs like were just uncomfortable. And I just felt like it was just too much. But I discussed it with my my minister. I discussed it with my husband. And I just chose not to like mention it on TV because I realized it wasn't anything to like cry home about. Yeah. And she was like, so, you know, like basically saying like Giselle was sounding the alarms for no like unjustly you know what i mean where she whereas she could have talked about it off camera because karen also said like so why didn't you talk about it off camera yeah, I like mean, that's why didn't you mention thing. it when it happened that, that was my only thing was just like you don't want to like judge someone for holding it in but because of giselle's past of messiness the fact that she waited especially with someone that she considered a friend of hers um till the camera's roll is the is the kind of weak spot in the whole thing. Right. And Karen was like, so who, like, because she was like, or Giselle was like, I didn't mention it on, like, to the group. Like, I didn't bring it to the group. I just said it to Candace. But, but it's still on TV. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. someone's going to say something about it. And so um, Karen was like, well, then who brought it to the group? And um, Giselle was like, Robin told Mia. And that's how, like, the group knows about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but it doesn't, that's like, beyond the point like and i also didn't like that mia was like chris was looking at me all like at the spring thing party when i was dancing and then <laughs> the producers being who oh, the producers are no. showing like chris not looking chris still not looking <laughs> and it's like all right so none of y'all well, are credible no, mia mia is like the least credible in that ranking oh for sure, for sure. and i think ashley's the only one that had <clears throat> okay i won't say ashley's the only one that had a leg to stand on I think that Ashley was the only one in this scenario that was being completely like truthful, not truth. Okay. That's not the word. Wasn't being malicious. I think that she had good intentions in saying what, yeah. what happened because it happened in real time that yeah. day, like that prior day. Whereas Giselle should have mentioned it months ago. And Robin, you know, I think Karen said like there are cracks in Giselle and Robin's friendship. Like we can so tell that. And um, Robin mentioned. I mean, but I'm I'm also happy that Robin's standing up for herself because I feel like she's been Giselle's like sidekick for so long that it's nice to see that Robin has her own opinions about yeah. things and she thinks that Giselle is wrong. And she even said to Chris and she said to me like she didn't want to talk about it. She was like, because when Mia mentioned that, she was like, I'm not getting into that. Like, not I'm not getting into it because she doesn't want to put. Candace and Chris in that light she's like that's just not fair so hmm. she even mentioned to Chris and Candace like you know I think Giselle brought it up because she did mention it to me in the van that same night and I just thought like you know that's not that's not a big deal 
But she said, but she also, like, I feel like she's mentioning it now because Ashley may have, like, Ashley saying may have, like, reminded her of it. But it's that would just, make like, sense too. But because it's like, it's for the timing to be so close, that would make sense. Yeah, but I still feel like, I th- Robin still said she, she said it's hard for her to, like, to say this because her and Giselle are friends, but she just feels like Giselle is wrong. And she said that blatantly. Yeah. She's like, she's wrong. And even Chris was like, I didn't pull her into the room. Like, I asked if we could talk. And she said, do you want to go in my room? And he said, yeah, that's fine. And they left the door open. He's like, like, she, like, you know what I mean? Their stories were similar in some ways, but not about, like, who initiated going into the room to, like, have a discussion. And to but be she- fair, it's not like, he probably doesn't remember that. So, like, no offense to him, but, like, who knows if he remembers correctly you know what i'm saying well no i'm just all hearsay between both of it right and that's what i mean like it's hearsay between them both but i feel like just based off of that and like the story like the context around that even if the door open closed whoever asked you to go in the room i don't feel like any of that really matters because at the end of the day the conclusion is he didn't touch you he didn't say anything inappropriate to you like i feel like giselle felt uncomfortable because it was a hotel where they were filming yeah. And I feel like maybe something has happened to her in her past that has just re-triggered her sense of, I don't feel safe. You know what I mean? Like, And I think also probably too, when you're someone who was with somebody who cheated on you so many times, you're more sensitive to those yeah. kind of scenarios that seem innocuous, but they could have, she's probably thinking of it on the outside too. Like this could look bad if somebody walked in or something. Right. You know what I mean? So I think, I think the timing is sketchy, but- I, I don't think it's meant to be like a whole storyline. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's because becoming very she like. You couldn't carry that storyline alone. I think I would agree that the whole Robin, or I mean, Ashley mentioning what happened kind of triggered that. And so Giselle was probably like, hey, FYI, this happened. And so it's like, it's not like she felt assaulted. It's just, she's just sharing this story. And so I just think they I don't need think to be anybody... careful about that. Like sharing stories oh, like I mean, that on TV. It's like that's the whole point of this television program. Yeah. Though. yeah. But I like that Karen and was the like the producer. I like when the producer told Candace though, like they're not doing anything that you haven't done. You know what I mean? Like this is the show is like, yeah, like I can't stop. People anything. are going to say pe- whatever they want to say. I literally was saying that about work today. I said, I can't brainwash people into doing what I want. Like they're going to do what they want to do. Right. Unfortunately. And so you just gotta like if you're strong in your thing like you know what you've got so don't worry about what she's saying yeah i'm just another potential like if you don't and you know per everybody else they don't even like giselle so they're not gonna carry any weight with it so it's like kind of punch it and keep it moving kind of thing yeah you want to take a break and then wrap up yeah okay i know this is insensitive but um candace's like egg thing i didn't care and when she's like i'm gonna cry when she's poking herself i'm like you're opting to do this. I know it's very relatable. I know people are scared of needles. I wouldn't poke myself with the needles, so I get it. But like, it was giving Megan King Edmonds and I was exhausted. Oh, it was giving Tinsley to me when her and her mom were crying over her. Um, yeah. Her eggs. Because I also don't think Candace wants to be a mom and that's also okay. <laughs> like, I think that's why she's crying. It's like, I don't want to do this to myself because what's the point? <laughs> I think she, no, yeah, I, I agree she, that she told Ashley, Ashley don't want to be a mom. And I'm like, maybe Candace don't want to be a mom. That's I think like, that's so fired up about it. 
I think she has had like an issue or has debated with herself if she wants to be a mom. And I think she's been because like, of Miss Dorothy transparent about that. Right. But I, I think was... I think she'd be a good mom. And I think eventually she would want to have kids. I just think not right now. I think she can wants to say, like be able to choose. Can I just say I was like working through the weekend and I was like, I felt so good watching the Salt Lake City reunions the weekend that I got hurt. And so I was like, I'm going to watch the Potomac reunions because I've never rewatched Potomac in my life. I've only watched it the first time through because I watched it all from the beginning. Right. And I was like, let me watch these reunions. And first of all, they were all so good. Like you could just see the elevation like over time. And the season with Miss Dorothy and the purse. (laughs) And Andy goes, recreate the moment. (laughs) And then Dorothy's about to leave and they go, and Ashley goes, don't hit her on the way out. Or do (laughs) Like it's so fucked up. Miss Dorothy lived for a moment. Miss Dorothy came with the evidence of the purse and she said, I didn't hit her. I just said bye girl and (laughs) looked at her arm. (laughs) I think the season Candace was like, No mom, no mom. I do not want Miss Dorothy being a character on this year program. It was yeah, she definitely was like, I'm sick of having her on here, but it was so funny. I can't even the pure joy that was on my face. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was like, I forgot about this crazy ass motherfucker. The purse gate. I forgot about that. Purse gate. Correct. Purse gate. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, speaking of Ashley, um, the whole the house buying thing with Michael, I, I like I know what she's saying. I know the facts of what she is saying as someone who is not buying a home in this moment. Um. But the cost of being enwrapped financially with this entangled financially with this person who like exerts so much control and mm-hmm. like somebody has your finances tied up with them, they control you. And That's you know, I feel life. very sensitive about that kind of thing where it's yeah. like, don't take money from people that you don't want to be in charge of your life. Cause that's what you're doing. Yep. And so I just think it's so dumb. It's like, just be humble and like live in an apartment TBH like live in a two bedroom apartment for a couple of years and save those coins. Cause she makes mm-hmm. money on this damn program. Exactly. Separate I yourself. Live in a two, and she could probably stay in a nice two bedroom apartment somewhere. And I'm like that. And you're getting divorced. Right. And you know, you're going to receive some type of settlement. So right. why don't you just wait until then and get an apartment, like you said. And then when you cash out, make a plan about how you're going to move forward with a house or what you want to do next. And maybe even while you're in that apartment, buying a house that's like, or a condo or something Mm -hmm. that's like cheaper with your own money where you are not putting so much down because at that point interest rates were so low, like she can afford that I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And like just using that as an investment property and having a renter in there. So you're stacking more coin and you and Dean and everyone live in an apartment that you can, that like is up to your standards. And so, exactly. so I'm right with you on that because that sounds crazy. Like the fact that her home purchase is contingent on their marital status. I was like, girl. Mm-hmm. And then Michael's saying like, oh, I don't want to put in a cash offer because we can refinance. And it's like, Hold on, sir. That makes no, no sense at all. Even like, I know that. Who would want to be indebted to the bank if you can pay in cash? It's literally the dumbest thing. And those were the offers that were winning in that market. I mean, and she was you know, other so offers winning, in her but... interview when they would call her out and be like, "So, what do you think about that?" Or like, "What?" Do you... Yeah, and it was like so media trained of like, 
I mean, I trust him. I was like, girl, you're raggedy. I can see cracks in that foundation as well. Cause she's like, I mean, of course I was upset, but like, I just try not to like, she's like, I just try to just live in the present. And I'm like, okay, girl, but that's your problem. You need to reflect on this shit so that you don't get yourself involved in more shit. But I think it's going to play itself out over. Yeah. I also feel like she's not ready to let go of that financial security. Oh yeah, for sure. It's a whole lifestyle Babies. Yeah. Uh, Respectfully. Um, And then I was bored by Miss Karen this week doing her nails with Ray. Yeah. First of all, raggedy to go do your nails with 102 fever, supposedly. And secondly, because like those technicians don't deserve your fever. Yeah. And then secondly, like that whole story of just like Ray being sad she got her tits done. Like that's your storyline, Karen. Baby's running out of fuel. That's all. Oh I yeah, I um fast forwarded through that because I had limited time. <laughs> it was really bad. I was trying to watch the whole thing, but I I didn't have as much time as I thought. Robin's house. Speaking of houses, is gorgeous. I only saw it on my cell phone in this like third of my cell phone because I might have been working. I mean, Uh it was definitely new construction because I know a new construction house, Mm -hmm. but the, it was just the grand, um, like, uh, living room. Yeah. Like it was just the farm sink, like the farmhouse sink, like the large Island, the fixtures, like it just was like really nice. I was like, Oh, I was just happy for her because she really took her time with that. And people really like would roast her ass for so long, but she was actually, and i'm sure she put a lot of money down also i couldn't the biggest eye roll at her pretending juan didn't say that he made more money than her like the way she covers for that man she really can't be with anybody else and juan just reminds me of any kind of man that i would like be with because they would be like all right i'm not gonna be doing all this bullshit on camera (laughs) like if you want to prenup fine like we, yeah we'll just sign something that says your assets are yours my also, assets are mine he needs to cooperate on the show because that show is the reason they got back in the their group. check yeah i think he's just like certain in things black, just, whatever all right he's like do what you want to do um he wasn't rude about it but he was just like all right do what you want to do and she's like okay like well, yeah. what you don't talk about this he's like no i don't apparently not nope i really don't um yeah it was a fun episode you know they can't all be gangbusters, you know? You oh, uh, with the gangbusters. Speaking of um, gangbusters, well, not speaking of gangbusters, because this has nothing to do with Speaking that, of gangbusters, but... did you know that it's Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you're giving. <laughs> the other fourth wall, because I feel like Wendy has obviously been irrelevant. <gasps> oh, shit. This episode, and the fact that, that the whole argument with her and Robin was over the fact that Robin called Mia a liar, and then her telling the producer she lying, like talking about Mia's lying. I was like, I love that we are exposing Miss Wendy, Doctor Wendy, excuse, because she's a fake ass bitch. I hate, I don't hate anybody, but I can't stand her. I feel bad for her hair loss thing because it's like not, oh, only, not is, only postpartum, yeah. which I'm I hear like is like I was like, how do you know Just about shed, that? Shed, shed, shed. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But also the fact that like stress, you know, stress induces well. Oh, yeah. like, that made me feel bad because I was like, oh man, like. Well, because she's living beyond what she should be. Yeah. Is my humble opinion. Like probably before she was on the show, she and Eddie probably worked really hard and saved a lot of money and like were very cautious. And now she's like, 
that person who's like, I'm famous, so I'm just going to do whatever I want. And then and just do everything. Like you have three kids, three kids, a husband, you're a professor, you do work at CNN, yeah, commentary at CNN. You have a candle business that you operate out of your house and have your kids child labor laws, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, And then you want to 20% own a restaurant. Like that's a lot. With Peter. With Peter. Patricia. (laughs) Patricia. And I just feel like I'm with Eddie. Like if you're, it's different if you're like these dogs. It's different if you. (laughs) Not even, they're not hers. It's like literally. Yeah. They're not even mine. Um, It's like different if you're able to manage everything on your plate already. But I feel like Eddie's thing is like, you're not, you're mismanaging what you have on your plate. Right. As is like, so why add something else? You need to take things off and like re-strategize. Basically yeah. saying you're not giving your family enough time. Like, well, and you're words. not giving anything enough time. And that's going to include yourself because you're wrapped up in all of this. And it's like, slow it down. Mm-hmm. Like really commit to like one idea and, and see that through. Cause I think people mix up the concept of like, you know how some you'll see like all these people on social media, like you need multiple streams of income and you need this and you need to hustle and blah, blah. It's like, no, you need to like create stability and maintain yeah. stability and then add things in as your those life. things like yeah. as yeah as you have a system for especially all if you have things. small children um as like when you have small children like they require so much and you know even with a two-parent household and even with family members or nannies or whatever like that you know there is a reason why people scale back because mm-hmm. that should be your focus yeah. It doesn't have to be, but then it's going to be drama later if it's not. Yeah. I want to be, you know, I'll one of those parents up. that is like, I, I met someone today and I was like, what are your hobbies? And she's like, well, I have, she said a few things and she was like, and I have two kids and I enjoy being around them. Like they, yeah. like, I love spending time with my kids. And I just think that like, I think women, working women have a, like, I want to have that balance as a working woman because I yeah. want to work. I want to have my own things going on, but I want to just have that balance of like, I also like kid, my kids are my job too. Yes. I would be the same. Like, I would only want to have kids if I were able to like have that time with them in some capacity, like not to say I wouldn't be working, but that like, I would have to slow down the rest of my life for, you know, right a solid decade and a half or so. And I, I know want, I would want to do that. Like I would yeah. want to be like, okay, I have like my job, my husband, my kids, and like everything else can kind and of whatever, however that now. looks. Because I met, yeah. met a girl who has her own like salon business, and she said her mom stays with her. She's a single mom. She was like, my mom comes and stays with me six months out of the year, and that gives me like time to like focus on my business, like make sure all the ducks are in a row, make sure my systems are are functioning, and then six months out of the year, I like scale back a little bit I don't stop working but I scale back and those Mm -hmm. are the times that I'm like very involved and like present the most but I just have that balance and I was like that's like that's like you know that could work I mean that's why most parents like move to wherever their children live you know like the ones that will be the grandparents yeah you know Colin and Vicky are waiting oh my parents have my nieces but John's parents I'm like I'm dropping them off right at the doorstep (laughs) <laughs> oh child <laughs> the revelation y'all 
Here. <laughs> Come on, therapy on this podcast. <laughs> the confessions. Usher is shaking. Here, take it. <laughs> I need, Mama needs some wine. I'm d- d- dead. Oh, they would love it. They. I'm would just... in my coffin, Morticia Adams style, because it's <laughs> Halloween. I still have to watch Focus Focus too. I'm Me too. Yeah. Ooh, I have movie choice tonight, so I might put that on. Yeah, I want to say Focus Focus too. I want to rewatch. Um, what were we just saying? What was I just talking about? Oh, Adam's family. Um, Potomac reunions. <laughs> no, bitch. It's Halloween now. <laughs> I don't watch Halloween stuff, but not scary stuff. I don't watch scary things, you guys. I might watch Practical Magic, but that movie is such an aesthetic movie more so than an actual good movie. Like the actual story is exhausting and not that fun. Yeah. Um, I just like the outfits. And Maybe Santa Teen Ford. Witch. Come on, Teen Witch. Oh, what about Sabrina? Yeah, just not the chilling adventures. No, not the Sabrina. chilling adventures. I tried one of those episodes and I went, oh, spooky. Can't. I watched like <laughs> one or two seasons and then like the next one was so dark and demonic. I was like, I my spirit can't handle Didn't this. Didn't you go to like, hell? Yeah, and I said my yeah. spirit can't handle this. Yeah, we're two God-fearing women. We can't be watching nobody in hell. Yeah, no. We, don't, we can't see what that looks like. It's not for us. Hellraiser was enough for me, and I had dreams, like, about the movie, and I woke up in the middle of the night praying, like, please. <laughs> God, please. Scare me. Scare me. That was me watching Yellow Jackets. Oh, Yellow Jackets and that. Ooh. Yellow Jackets fucked me up for like the month of September. I was like, and I was on a plane the whole time that month too. So I was like, God damn, why did I decide to start watching? Yeah, it? I don't know why you watch Yellow Jackets on a plane. Like that's the worst <laughs> thing. No, I don't. I never watched it on the plane. I would watch like in the airport between flights, and I was just like, not better. Yeah. So she just much- semantics, people. Semantics. Tomato, tomato. Much- the worst part is like Yellow Jackets was like pretty tame like sexually you know what I mean like it wasn't like super forceful of like sex scenes and stuff like that um but then I'm in this little lounge during the orgy scene or like the attempted orgy on that boy oh yeah and I was just like I am like in public but like where people can see my screen and I just felt like I'm not fucked up people this is a television program like, <laughs> this isn't porn that <laughs> this scene is some, that like scene bloody is cannibalist porn this this is not army hammer's ipad this is <laughs> a television program <laughs> and it just got a little weird I'm so sorry oh man but Oops. yeah that, that, por- that man is never gonna escape that fyi Mm-mm. wow never well that's our <sighs> show, pals. Yeah, good stuff. I think we did pretty good considering, you know, apparently I don't have any gray matter left in my brain. Um, yeah. Um, I think we did great. Everything's amazing. Um, next week, we'll give you some Potomac Salt Lake Winter House again. And then after that, Family Karma's coming. So we're going to have to just give y'all sprinkles we're gonna have to just give you highlight reels of the situations because yeah winter house might be the one that we give you sprinkles of yeah because we're not even on time so who cares yeah and there are a lot of gringos in that mix um yeah it's not colored enough (laughs) (laughs) i'm so cool (laughs) Everybody think of that snort laugh tomorrow when I'm 
up on a podium talking about science. <laughs> Me pushing up my glasses. <laughs> nerdy, nerdy. <laughs> Snap your suspenders. <laughs> Ow, I just pinched myself. Okay, on that note, I'm... Oh, no self-harm in this podcast. Yeah. Um, on that yeah. note, um, guys, don't forget... Uh, like, share, subscribe. Is that the words? I was like, no. you're really not telling them what to do. No, this is YouTube. That, that was listen so YouTube. People, listen, people. Follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Follow us at Pop of Color Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us because you know that your other friends like Bravo too. And we are fucking funny. And we don't sound like it, but we are very educated. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> All right, that was a so much fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm giving I'm giving what needs to be given because I, I didn't was, have it obviously in me today. I, I pumped it up at the end. Yeah. It's like some kind of latent adrenaline jumped in and it's the fact that I know Kathy Hilton is probably on our screens right now, so I want to go watch. Yeah, same. While I All clean right. my apartment. All right, guys. Well, bye guys. <laughs>